Welcome to the Ramon Foster Show, starring the one and only Ramon Foster, and brought to you as always by our friends at the Get Go Cafe and Market, where they are open for business twenty four seven with hot, fresh food. Moan, what's going on on this not, happy Tuesday? Again, not a whole lot, man. I like to call it Second Mondays sometimes, depending on if some people just don't decide to go to work on a Monday morning. So Second Monday. <laughs> Second Monday is so depressing for such a happy guy to have come up with. Why? It just is. I've always, I've always dealt with the fact that I know some people just say, screw Mondays. So guess what we'll do? We'll do second Monday in case you need an extra Sunday to get ready for oh, Monday. No. Oh, no. Well, on, on this particular second Monday, the big news in the National Football League is that Aaron Rodgers is staying put in Green Bay a four-year deal that covers $200 million, 153 of which is guaranteed. Moan, yeah. he was never going to go anywhere, was he? No. Power play. So many things that I, I, I can say and we will say about Aaron Rodgers, you know, throughout this Ramon Foster show and just us doing these shows, man, is the fact that we got to dive into, you know, a lot of what Aaron Rodgers has done, he's a very dynamic guy. I can't even, the trump card he has over me, be man in the Super Bowl. He's got, his one ring is from our game. So yeah. he has that. But if I were to ask you what's happened since then, he's gotten, what, three MVPs. His team has made it to the NFC Championship, I think, maybe once, twice. They were bounced from the playoffs in the divisional round after having a first round by the only by on the NFC side. So, I appreciate his talents and what he's capable of doing. But most times when guys get deals like this is because of what they've already done. Right. And for him, honestly, to have Green Bay bend the knee, boy, you want to talk about a shift of powers <laughs> in Green Bay. He's And I kind of correlated by saying he's looking at that community-owned team in Green Bay and saying, I own you. Maybe not on the billions, but you did exactly what I needed you to do. I don't yeah. think Pittsburgh would ever get to a point to do something like that. But on the other side of what we're doing, he raised the floor, not just for the quarterbacks, but for all positions to say, guys, get what you want out of this league money wise. If you're afforded that type of power, raise the floor at your position. I think in general, he's raised the floor uh, for all salaries with guys in the NFL. So for one side of them, like, man, do your thing. The other side of it is like, when is enough enough when you continue to run the headlines, Aaron Rodgers, because everything you ever wanted out of life, you could have actually already gotten it with one with what you've already made. I know some guys say, man, you get addicted to flying first. Uh, you get addicted to flying first class and then you go to private. Well, maybe he wants to buy a private jet. I think you and I both believe if he wanted to really buy a private jet, he could have. <laughs> He so what is he searching now. for? He's had the entire, he's had everything he's ever asked for almost in Green Bay. So you mean to tell me the money that he's getting right now is going to keep Devontae or afford their salary, their, their cap situation to get him more weapons, which is always complained about? I don't know if that's going to be the case. Yeah, see, that's that's where you, you get into the, the, the power of the quarterback. Uh, if I can play devil's advocate here, though, with you, you said you see a quarterback – have a franchise over the knee. I'm not sure Ben ever had the Steelers over his knee, but Moan, let's not let's not presume here or, or suggest that that Ben didn't have a significant amount of control over the oh, Steelers yeah. situation. Uh, no, I won't be, be you know naive to say that he didn't. Most quarterbacks do, but most yeah. quarter, I say the biggest thing that Ben wanted was more weapons. 
you could correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't know if money has always been on the forefront of those decisions. Like he also I, said that he wanted to get paid once or twice, but he never strong distillers alone in that sense. Now, no, not I know once. some people. I know some people say he's always had the idea of, you know, retiring. Well, people always ask those questions to him. Of course, I'm going to answer him in that sense, too. I think once you meet, once you reach a certain point in your career, if you'd ask me, DK Moan, where are you on retirement? I'm more than sure I've said it in, in, in some situations. Man, that door is more closed than it is open. That's OK to acknowledge that. Look, you're on your downward spiral into retirement. I don't know if Ben's done that. I think when you ask for more weapons, that's a team concept. Tell me if I'm wrong on that one. Oh, I, I'm not going to, especially when you're talking about the Packers needing to bring Devontae Adams back. And I think if you look at Ben's approach in his last season, uh, when Art Rooney went to Ben and said, mm-hmm. hey, listen, we want you to take a pay cut here, but here's why. Mm-hmm. We want to keep this. We want to keep. Now, never mind that the, I, I don't feel that the Steelers held up their end of that right at all i mean they did not address the offensive line the way they should have etc yeah. etc mm-hmm. however however conceptually from ben's perspective which is what we're talking about he did that you're suggesting here i want i'm now i don't want to put words in your mouth here it's it's okay. the ramon foster show but you're <laughs> suggesting here that uh that aaron rodgers was looking out for aaron rodgers instead of saying hey i, I i'm tired of not winning super bowls it's been a long time since i won one that's the way it seems to me I could be wrong if I had to sit down with him, but that's the way it seems to me. What's what's gotten out of this conversation from Aaron Rodgers the last two offseason? He wanted power. He got it. He wanted he to did. be considered as far as front office, the moves that make. He did that this past offseason. He got Rendell Cobb out of out of Houston, Texas he did. to his team. And if I asked you, would you want Rendell Cobb respectfully on your team? You'd have said, no, nah, can we find somebody else? <laughs> but he wanted his Friday buddies together and he got that also. And on top of that, he also got a bag. So I know, look, if Aaron Rodgers had decided, look, I'm passing on Green Bay and Pittsburgh got him. I'd have been appreciative of him because I know the talent. But I don't know if he'd have had that same power, that same struggle of controlling his narratives as much as he'd like to, because now he's got Green Bay on a public perception by weekly going on Pat McAfee's show by being able to control the airwaves and all of the offseason mm-hmm. to set Green Bay, do as I say, and he's gotten that. Now, if he doesn't get a ring, the same way as we've spoken about, look, it had to work for the L.A. Charge, I mean, L.A. Rams. Rams, It yeah. had to work because no had it not, you, <sighs> me, everybody else would have said, aha. Now, Aaron, the pressure's on you. I don't know if you can actually ask for any more weapons anymore. You're the $50 million guy. Yeah. This is on you. You, you. are the weapon. <laughs> You're the weapon. So what is he going to do about Devontae? I think he holds, his, he holds Devontae now. Can he get a long-term deal? Or does he get franchise tag? And that's a nice franchise tag. But can he actually get a long-term deal because of Aaron Rodgers? Yeah. I mean, you talk about controlling the narrative, too. There's no way to avoid mentioning that maybe, possibly, the Steelers – in a third-party kind of way, got played here a little bit too because somebody from the Rodgers camp went to Mike Florio at Pro Football Talk and had him lay that story out about the three teams that he'd been yep. in contact with, which, of course, would have been totally illegal. Yep. Okay? Never mind. I mean, that somehow only was parenthetically acknowledged. Like, you mm-hmm. actually can't do the thing that's being mentioned in that story, but you throw the Steelers in there because it gets a little more attention. Why? Because it's the Steelers. 
Steelers. And you you know? know they they're looking for a guy. If I ask all of Pittsburgh, yes. and we can comment right now. Would yep. you have taken Aaron Rodgers over Mason Rudolph? A hundred percent, 97%, 95% would probably say yes. Everybody but Mason and his friends. <laughs> and it ain't wrong. <laughs> you know, let's be real here. That's the other side of it. Let's let's be real here about that. But the ring is now on you, Aaron. Go get it. When we come back, we're going to talk about guaranteed money. One of Moan's favorite topics, guaranteed money. Back to the Ramon Foster Show, brought to you by the Get-Go Cafe and Market. Ramon, there's a lot of different subjects we're going to be talking about on the Ramon Foster Show now that it's daily. On a regular basis, none of them will hit near and dear to your heart quite like guaranteed money. Yeah. Yeah. As a former NFLPA rep, I know how much that means to everybody who's been fighting that fight pretty much in vain for a lot of years here. Rogers got $153 million out of his $200 million guaranteed. How does that change the broader dialogue on this subject for the union and for the league moving forward? That's a lot of guaranteed it money. And you, so there's two things. Well, I won't say it's a few things around the guaranteed money. One is this. There is no such thing as you can't negotiate a guaranteed contract. Right. That's the biggest part of it. You can negotiate it. That comes down person to person, agent to agent, team to team. That's simply how that works. One, you know, one answer of that. Two, it also comes down to the power play of the player. How much power do you have to be able to get that win? I think one of the first guys I can remember while I was playing that got a guaranteed deal, and we were talking about it a little bit before we started up, was uh, Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins. He was fire hot leaving Washington. Fire hot. Minnesota needed a quarterback. He negotiated a fully guaranteed, I think, $84 million uh, contract. Yes, All money did. guaranteed. The thing is also with the the um, guaranteed contracts is this. Most of the time, because football is such a quotation more high-risk sport, you have to negotiate for shorter times then, too. Aaron Rodgers, four for $200 million. Okay, in years past, you would have had a six-year, $200 million with it spread over the amount of time that you were going to have it. Mm-hmm. So then you got to ask yourself, well, if I do, let's say somebody does a um, 2 for 30 as a receiver or a tight end, 2 for 30. Well, what happens if you devalue yourself and then you go renegotiate after those two years are up? The thing about doing contracts is this. You want it mostly guaranteed or you want all of the money or you want it to where you're set at a floor to where when I'm done with this contract, if I'm making $10 million, then my next contract says I'm supposed to be making 15 to 14 Now, what if I have a bad year or something like that? Then my value goes down. If you're locked into a long contract, long-term con- longer-term contract with money involved in it already, you allow yourself to continue to get paid. I think that's a lot of what some guys are looking for also is how long can I continue to get paid also in my contract instead of doing a two for 20, 
let's do a, a four four thirty six. That way I'll get three years and I'm on a roster. I got a guaranteed check. Screw the last part of it. But it honestly goes down to the power of the player just being real with you. I, I'll tell you, there's a lot of things that I like and, and love actually about the mm-hmm. NFL system. One of them, and I, I really feel like I should underscore this here, is that Green Bay, which is about the size of Irwin, okay, <laughs> uh, it's 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 the smallest market in professional sports yeah. in North America mm-hmm. can sign a player to this contract and there's just no whatever. Oh yeah, of course the Packers of did. Of course yeah, we got it. Because, why? Because the NFL salary cap keeps these things even. But on the other hand, the NFL and the lack of guaranteed contracts. I understand every reason that the yeah. team put, teams put forward and the owners put forward. It's a 53-man roster. Like you yeah. said, it's health and everything else here. But it's also the shortest careers. You know, this... look at running backs. Now, again, nobody's going to play a violin After for running six. backs because yeah. they're big stars and they come in and everybody's talking about them. But mm-hmm. they're gone, Moan. After half a decade, the best of them are gone. And I just wonder what it's going to take for players to get guaranteed deals at some point in the National Football League. You know what it's going to take? Let's go back Mm. to suspect number one and his position. When we negotiated the NFLPA, the CBA, and there's talks about rule changes, nothing moves the tickers. Even go back to the 90s. They had the quarterback club. Why? Because the quarterbacks controlled the market. They controlled the media. They control what's said. You go to sure. almost TV. any stadium, TV. There's mm-hmm. usually a quarterback mostly. I bet you there's 32 quarterbacks on the front of stadiums because they have the power to. I've said it for time. I love being a rep. I love uh, uh, NFLPA rep, the union. I loved it because I love serving my guys. But let me tell you this. Had Ben, had Aaron, had Russell, had Peyton, had Eli, had Tom walked into those meetings and said, hey, slam on the table. We're not moving the muscle until y'all do as we say. Instead of having me, a no accolade, a a nice starter. People in Pittsburgh love me. I'm a fun guy, though. I have a (laughs) lot of respect around this league. But I don't move the ticker like a quarterback does. And not just the quarterbacks, but the superstars. Where's Odell? Where's Greg Olson? Where are those guys that say, hey, no, we're fighting for the guys, not just us, because I'm going to be all right. That's what those guys feel. Aaron is okay when we're talking about guaranteed money. But let's talk about when they walk in the room, they get the voices and they get the ears of everybody in that room because they hold the power. It will not happen until we get unified from them down, not the owner. Screw the coaches. The screw the GM. Yeah. Screw the scouts. Mm-hmm. It's the quarterbacks. I've been <laughs> there's a there's a pecking order when it comes down to these type of things. When we're talking about the head of organizations, yes, yeah, the owner. Bam, cool. We'd expect this the GM and the coach. It's usually owner. It's usually the franchise quarterback. And then it's everybody else. Yeah, that sounds about right. That sounds about right. Let's Nothing's be real about that. Nothing's going to change on that front until NFL players are rallied quarterbacks. from the top down. And that's the top is the quarterback. No question about that. When we come back, it's our hey moan subject, and it's one that you will not want to miss.
back to the Ramon Foster Show. It's time for Hey Moan. And today's comes from CJ Calazzi, who says, Hey Moan, what's your favorite Coach T analogy or turn of phrase or story? And then he puts in parentheses that you can share on the air. <laughs> it's so many, man. I, I, I love the qualifier. Yeah, we, we've heard of the, the best one. And it's very graphic, but it's so true. Don't blink, man. Cut oh I'll cut your eyelids off. That's, That's always gross. one of my I've heard I know that it's, one. It's so good, but I, I love it. The, the other one is when guys are in a real tight competition. It's two dogs, one bone. And it was two basically dogs, one, one bone. I've always admired that about Coast T. You, you, you never have to question where you are because if you don't eat, the other guy is going to get the bone and you just stuck on the sideline hoping and wishing. Yeah, uh, for anybody who doesn't know, that's a Latrobe special with him. That is when he's got guys in competition uh, right there in front of him. Mm-hmm. On, on the field at Chuck, at Chuck Knoll Field there, that it, he he wants them thinking that way. Oh, no doubt about it. Uh, the one I use a lot in my uh, with my kids and just anybody, too, is don't live in your fears. Hmm. Meaning, I don't know what's about to happen, but if you scared, stay your punk, you know what, in the, in the locker room. We have no time for that. <laughs> We're going to take this face first. Another one that he always uses, I didn't even think about this, throw your face in the fan. If, like for especially we talked about Joe Hayden yesterday, you know, Joe him Hayden, being a tough yeah. guy. Like that's one of the things he would say to guys that were real timid about being physical. Throw your face in that fan, man. Like, let's go. Um, the other ones, uh, you know, a person is the same. Uh, I want the same person when everybody else gets funny. That means you got to level his, up. That, he used that line with uh, Ben Roethlisberger late yeah. in the season. He's the uh, same when everybody else gets a little bit funny. Funny, yes, like, yeah. exactly. And if I can say this one too, it's um, hey, let your let your nuts hang and let's go. It's your show, Moan. You can say I, anything. I, let's look. Let your nuts hang and let's just go. It's he understood. Said that to you? Whatever. He said that to you? No, what he said to me was basically the same thing in a different text for two or three years straight. When I was just becoming a starter, I got worked mm-hmm. like my rookie year in camp, and every day for about. Three years, coach to every practice, every single practice. Moan, don't take it. And I got hmm. so tired of it, but I, I never was mad at it. I understood. Moan, if you want to be on this team, don't take it even at practice, not in a game, nowhere. I loved it. And we found a new hmm. guy every single year is the don't take it guy. And those guys stayed around. Mike Hilton <laughs> was a don't take it guy. Every day for a year, Mike Hilton was told don't take it. Um, and the, the grandest of them all, I think it pulls you back to the business of the game, too. Until we started, you know, uh, editing it ourselves is uh, the more you can do, the longer you stay around. And that's true. If you can play guard and tackle. Awesome. If you can be a DB and be on special teams, even better. The more you can do, the longer you stay around. Until we realize, well, if I'm doing more than one position, then I'm getting paid less. So we changed it to the more you can do, the less you get paid because they pay (laughs) position specific guys if i'm a guard at least i know i can be paid like a guard (laughs) but if i'm a slot db and i'm also a special teamer who am i being paid like yeah you're down the depth chart (laughs) i'm down on the depth chart i have to ask you because we talked about it off camera what was this mcdonald's one this is i've not heard about this he would tell guys be the same he was like now listen i don't care what country you go to you guys have traveled the world be yeah. a number one in McDonald's. And we looking around what that mean. The number one at McDonald's is the same in London, China, America, L.A., New York, Miami. 
it's a Big Mac on every McDonald's it is, number menu. one. Yeah. Be consistent. Know what I can expect out of you. <laughs> if I pull up to you and I ask you to run this play, be your number one at McDonald's. A level of consistency. Wow. Well, we all know that there's a fine line between drinking wine and squashing grapes, Moan. But at ah. the same time, but at the same time, we want volunteers here and not hostages. So on, on that note, we're going to end today's we're going to end today's Ramon Foster show. And I'm guessing we're going to get plenty of appeals to continue this particular subject well into the future. Let's do it again tomorrow, Ramon. Absolutely.